Hello and welcome to A Star to Steer Her By, a Star Trek podcast. My name is Caitlin and with me today are... Jake, Chris, and Ames. And we are here, as we are every week, to discuss some episodes of A Star Trek. And this is episode 107, when we will be discussing Silicon Avatar, or Silicon Avatar, whatever, and Disaster. I don't know why. In Silicon Avatar... The Enterprise is orbiting around Malona 4. No, the Enterprise isn't even there. Fuck! Riker's there. Oh, is it just him? Yeah, because the Enterprise is far away. Oh, and Data's there too. Alright, let me try again. Because he's the one that recommends they go in the caves. I'm going to start over. Right? In Mm -hmm. Silicon Avatar. Right. In Silicon Avatar, Riker and Data are hanging out on Malona 4, and they accidentally become uh, amateur spelunkers, not in the way Riker was hoping. hoping. He <laughs> 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 wanted was. to explore the opening of Carmen Davila's cave. But uh, yeah, they uh, they do some cave diving after the crystalline entity reappears and fucks shit up. Turns out they managed to survive because of some metals in the cave, but that's not important right now. After, uh, well, the one thing that is important, however, is that the piece of ass that... Uh, Riker was going after, unfortunately, passed away during the attack. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Passed away. Yeah, why? Anyway. I passed away is putting it very mildly. She was vaporized. She died horribly. <laughs> Whilst saving an old man. <laughs> I mean, it was That's prob- a waste, isn't it? <laughs> it was probably painless. So, you know, there's that. No, I like to think that actually it's like the Silar, Silac pit. What is the fuck Sarlac. it's called? Sar- Tanky Kang. <laughs> it's actually what? A, it's, it's like the Sarlacc pit. How you know you, you've been horrible digesting oh, yeah. pain for a thousand years. That's actually how it was for her. Anyway, so they return. Sounds like the critter's tongue, right? Lapping her up to eat her. <laughs> like Laser Riker tongue. was gonna do. Like Riker was gonna do in the Spelunkin. Anyway. I don't know what's happened. I'm sorry. Dave. Let's I, just get through this thing. I practiced practiced this earlier, and it's yeah, still going. You didn't, didn't practice with our sass, though. That's, that's what's true. wrong. All right. Anyway, they go back up to the Enterprise, and they're like, "Holy shit, crystalline entity!" Luckily, though, a uh, luckily in scare quotes, Kylo Ren, who is a xenobiologist who is a crystalline entity expert, shows up. Kylo Ren. That sounds right. <laughs> yeah, Kylo Moore, and uh, <laughs> she goes down to the planet. Malona for with data to see what she can see. She's apparently done a lot of um, being racist to data. Wow, yes, but uh, she's done a lot of examining of crystalline entity attack sites, and uh, she wants to see what this one looks like since it's so fresh. Yeah, she is a total bitch to data for no reason that I can comprehend. But it comes to light that she's actually interested in the crystalline entity because her son was killed on Omicron Theta. Where she abandoned him to chase after her dream job and what was her uh, dream job? being science, being, being science. science. That sounds right. And um, Kylo Ren. She starts being a lot nicer to Data when she finds out that he has a lot of memories saved from all uh, the people on that planet because he also has like voice diary journal recordings of her son. So she starts like being his best friend and like luring him to her whatever bedroom room <laughs> room. What do they call it, though? Quarters. Quarters. Thank you. I'm going to put you in this gown, Data. This is the gown my my son wore at the... It is christening. At the tea party I threw for him for his first tea day. Oh, God. And she's like, Data, 
play me his journals. And he does, and she, like, masturbates furiously. Uh, this is taking a turn. Chocasta. Huh? Uh. <laughs> anyway. Chocasta. Oh, dear. Chocasta. However, they're like, wait a minute, the crystalline entity is, like, maybe intelligent, and we should try to communicate with it. Oh, great idea, Picard. The big fucking murderous monster face, and you want to fucking talk with it? asshole. <sighs> Everyone thinks it's a bad idea, including Riker, but... I think it's a great idea. Kyla Mar decides to play along, and she's like, oh yeah, I'll help you figure out a way to do that. Yeah, wrong. She figures out a way to kill the shit out of the crystalline entity, and they're all like, no, you killed it. And then they're like, go back to your room, you dumb bitch. And Data's like, don't worry, mom, I'll take you. And then she's like... Tell me my son wouldn't be mad at me. And Data's like, no, actually, he would have fucking hated that you did this, bitch. And then I think they have some kind of weird hate sex. I don't really know. We don't get to see that, I don't we get to see that. The only one that has hate sex is Picard. Do you really want to see... I don't know. I bet Riker has some hate sex. With Picard. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I mean, Picard's still involved. Um... (laughs) And then in Disaster, <gasps> really should have been called Disasters because this episode so is full of disasters. A lot of First disaster. and foremost, the biggest disaster is that there are three precocious children on board and Picard has to give them a uh, tour Acting of the ship. Lesson. But none of the <laughs> cool parts of the ship, just like the fucking terrarium and like... Hallway. <laughs> yeah. Not Chief the bridge. Chief O'Brien's brown eye. <laughs> Oh, they're that's, like, that's oh, some- cool, can we go to the battle bridge? And he's like, no, you little fucks. And what? And, and they all, the reason they're on the ship is because they, like, won a science fair in primary school. Yeah one, of them, yeah, one of them, like, Idiot. checked out some radishes, and one of them, like, threw some shit in water and was like, look, I made Nesquik. <laughs> <laughs> I made a, I made a, a volcano out of, out of vinegar. Vinegar <laughs> baking soda. And Picard's like, mm, yes. All right, fine, we're going to the box factory. <laughs> listening, to him, listening to him, like, be impressed with them was great. He was like, mm, yes, truly important work. What did you do? My expectations are so much higher with all Wesley's experiments. If yeah. these kids are like, look, look, I, I did a crayon drawing. <laughs> Fuck you, kids. Man, My God, I missed the boy. Never thought oh. I'd say that. The second disaster, which is like a close second, I mean like a really close second, is apparently Keiko and O'Brien decided reproducing I was a great idea. I don't think it was idea. O'Brien. Do you think she was just poking holes in the space condoms? <laughs> No, I think I think she had an affair, but go on. <laughs> oh, shit. With Worf. No, because somebody was like, it looks just like Chief O'Brien. Yeah. But Worf is the one who said that. Oh, my God. Uh, doesn't it look like Chief... Has <laughs> he even got Chief O'Brien's distinctive Henry's? <laughs> I mean, alternately, alternately, it could just be all humans look alike to Worf. Mm-hmm. And all babies look like Miles O'Brien. So there's uh, no, all babies look like... Well, that's Church. really offensive to babies. <laughs> Babies are generally ugly when they're born. I'm sorry. I know that that's not a popular. At this table, it might be a popular opinion. Well, no, when they're when they're newborn, oh, they're just they look like had the shit kicked out of them in a boxing match. Was this one? I know I was complaining to you about babies and umbilical cords. Was that oh, this yeah. episode? Was, yeah. I had to, I looked away and screamed for five minutes. But yeah, once it once, was like really real. Like there, that umbilical cord was gross. It was covered in blood. Once, I was like, hot. Let's let's get back to once it in a minute. But done yeah. cooking. They look like Winston Churchill. <laughs> Ding. Like all babies, just put a little Elmer Fudd or Elmer Fudd. <laughs> but give, 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 depends on how big their forehead is. Okay, so here's what just happened. She said Elmer Fudd, and I almost went B B D B D B, which is not what <laughs> Elmer Fudd says. 
<laughs> oh, that's tweaky. But it is Mel Blanc. Drunk. True. Anyway, about Louis Tunes. Yeah, and uh, what else happens? Uh, there's like a Plenty. radiation breach a lot. that happens. Too much. Oh, but the oh, third, no. the third biggest disaster, which again is a close third, is uh, Troy O'Brien and Ensign Rowe get stuck together in like a tiny room and the bridge. Yes, a tiny bridge. A tiny bridge. <laughs> One Riker. One tiny bridge! <laughs> anyway. There was another dude on the bridge. He got killed. Oh, yeah. He didn't get No, no, there much. were two. One oh, got okay. killed, the other survived. Yeah, there was a lady that got killed. There was a lady who could act, but she died. And they got rid of her real quick. <laughs> because she could act. We can't have women showing us scene. up, can we? Anyway, the point is, who gives a fuck about that other guy or that girl that died? O'Brien, Troy, and Ensign Rowe are on the bridge... F-U-C-K-I-N-G-ing up the whole fucking thing, and they put Troy in charge for some reason. Uh, something, something, senior officer something, something. It's a chain of command, man. And basi- Somehow, like, oh, we'll, we'll talk about it. Yeah. Chain of command, man. And basically, it's a, it's a snarky fight to the snarky death between Ensign Rowe, who seems to know what the fuck she's doing, and Troy, who, like, doesn't even seem to be sensing anything. <laughs> except that there might be someone in the rest of the ship. Good guess, you asshole. Good empathing. Nice empathing, for real. I, I make things worse. worse. I the sense, ship is about to explode. I sense that it's one degree cooler in here than it usually is. <laughs> uh, down by the radiation... Explodey bits are Jordy and Crusher being really forgettable because when we first talked about this, I totally forgot they were even in this episode. I was like, "Yeah, Bev's not in this episode at all. They should have made her the the chief officer." And you guys were like, "She she was in it." I really liked Bev's scene. Her and Jordy. Yeah, I just wasn't really paying attention. I guess I don't know what else is new. All of the his head. Yeah, yeah, that's right with Riker. So all of the so which is also a disaster, but you know. That so body, how are they gonna get a new body for him? They'll just fix the existing. Can one. I keep the old one? Mm. Hmm. Only if it has like some kind of you have to have a remote control so you can make it fuck. <laughs> I'd l- I'd like to imagine that while his body was being repaired, he just tooted around the Enterprise with his head in a little car like Bender did in that one episode of Futurama. <laughs> Bodies are for prostitutes and fat people. Hookers and fat people. Hookers and fat people, whatever. They prefer the term sex workers, okay? Sex workers. This is Bender. He is a crass, uncaring jerk. Sex workers. Anyway. Data saves the day. That sounded more like a trumpet, but... Yeah, yeah. I know. I listen. I don't know what a saxophone sounds like. I can't read. It sounds like a... Uh, it's, it's, it's a joke I can it's read. A, that's an awful. Just barely. In spite of his broken cankle, Picard manages to climb up a elevator shaft with the kiddos. Keiko pushes out a baby, and we discover that Worf actually has a pretty good bedside manner. We do, but that's because yeah. it's his and kid. It makes more sense since it's his kid. Jordy <laughs> uh, and Bev manage to like I don't know move some shit before it explodes, and Riker takes Data's head off and plugs him into a computer, saving the I day. I guess I'm a little unclear on that part. I Data, really Data did all the work. paying attention. <laughs> yeah. Because I honestly just found it, like, I liked the setup of disaster, but I found it kind of forgettable in a lot of ways. Yeah. The thing is, Too I think much we'll, ended up we'll, happening. We'll get yeah. to it, because it's all individual plot lines, and very, very few of them have any impact on the other ones. Well, that's the thing, too. It's classic, I know we're jumping, but, like, it's classic TNG. You're shoving too much plot into this episode. It's not necessary. You could have done half now and half later. Mm. But first, friends, 
countrymen, we have to get through Silicon Avatar, which, holy fuck, so, what a creepy piece of shit that was. I just want to read off my first handful of notes about this episode. Before you do, do you mind if I crack open this ice-cold Coca-Cola? No, mm. please do. Is that a Coca-Cola classic? Yes, original, original, original taste. Original taste. Oh, oh no, was, they don't call it Coca-Cola classic anymore. They just call it Coca-Cola, but they say original taste. Well, it's because, you know, the fine folks at the Coca-Cola Corporation know what the kids want. Contact us for sponsorship. So yeah, so my my first handle of notes, as I took them, I envy you. No, you fucking don't. And that school marm is calling you on it. What? What was this in reference to? Uh, the very opening of the episode where Riker says he envies the colony people. For what? Oh, yeah. She, he's like, oh, you're a wayward spirit and, like, yeah. putting down roots. Oh, yeah. Oh, he was so just trying to get into her pants. Yeah, he, I he want to sniff to, your butthole. But now they, he they, likes they, to lay down roots, all yeah. right, but only I briefly. I want to get a whiff of your clam. So, yeah, so. Yikes. Next. <laughs> Riker, she can see right through you, you fucking dog. This but she's is still into it. For some reason. This is the least sexy flirting in history. Well, I come hate... back to my tent for some rations. Yeah. I hate this scene. Send help. <laughs> oh shit, the crystalline entity. <laughs> Thank I, God. I want this to somehow be Riker's boner's fault. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, please let her get zapped. Oh no. <laughs> and then in all caps, fuck yes. Best episode ever. <laughs> that opening sequence legitimately had me uncomfortable after a while. I don't know who wrote it, but I hope they have to register with the state and warn their neighbors <laughs> that they wrote that scene. Yeah. It's just so unpleasant. I didn't even remember it being that bad. I mean, it was uh, like ham-handed and annoying, it just, but it wasn't uncomfortable. Yeah, he he's, the least, he's the least creeps. subtle man. Yeah, he no, basically could have said... Hi, my name is Riker. I'll be plowing you this evening. Like, be but they knew sure. each other. Yeah, they they were like, like old friends or something. I don't something, know about that. They? I think they just met on that trip. Oh, yeah. really? Well, she's, I think he just kind of been there for a bit. Like, Riker like, is like, such he, a and, slut. No, I love it. But she was, she, you know, she was like, oh, I have the best dessert. The dessert is my vagina. Yeah, no, it was like. Oh, yeah, that's right. There was a th- uh, chocolate. And, uh, no, you get no, that's how you get a yeast infection. Don't do that. No, no, don't they make like edible lube that tastes like chocolate, though? That won't give you yeast infection. Yeah, but you think it actually tastes good? I don't know. I've never had it. I'll give you. I'll say this: It probably doesn't taste as good as all natural pussy would. I got a, I got an ejaculating dildo. Yeah, no, I, I. You can use my ovipositor no. on my beehole. <laughs> I was genuinely very happy when she was vaporized because Riker was sad. Oh also, yeah, fill also, me with your little butthole babies. Also, <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of things we can stuff up, Carmen, uh, Carmen's area. The colony doesn't have a replicator. Not yeah, no, I feel like colonies should immediately have replicators. Yeah, that should otherwise, be... where are they getting their supplies? You think one. that was like thing one, yeah? Like shuttlecrafts well, have replicators. Shuttlecrafts. Yeah, but you also got to have like a power <coughs> supply and that's the Whatever. first thing you build. Just listen, she's yeah. Is the first thing the replicator or the power supply? Well, I mean, it's Sim City, right? You build the power supply, then the next thing you build is the replicator. I get the impression Swallow the spider to get the fly. I get the impression they just got there that day. 
Oh, really? So, no, see, I was under the impression they'd kind of been there for a while. Well, well I thought building. she and Riker were old friends. Well, they were being given stuff and getting set up. Well, where were they sleeping? See, I think the, I think the Enterprise, the Enterprise just tent, was, was, like, the reason why they know each other is because they were already doing a little bang-bang on the Enterprise because the Enterprise was ferrying the colonists. Oh, okay, so it's kind of like mm-hmm. when What's-Her-Fuck got her bang on with the Trill guy. Yeah, and then the Enterprise left a bunch of people, including Riker and Data and everyone, to... To go do something else for Oh, and they left days. Crusher, too, to point a place to put the hospital. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, yeah, Crusher. She was super necessary for that. It's like, shouldn't we have, like, I don't know, a geologist who would actually be able to study nope, the composition nope, of nope, the... Nope, nope, nope. How about a power supply? And nope. Nope. Okay. But here's what's ridiculous, yeah. though, about just the colonization effort in general. So there was nothing. There was no structures. Why wouldn't the Federation just have, like prefab structures that they just that is an excellent sent question. over on like a drone ship or something yeah. that's a good yeah. question to get like you know you could just like get them started just drop a city from space and then put people in it space. I mean you could you could even have a colony ship where the whole thing is it like lands it's like a transformer it unfolds well, doesn't like, even have to yeah. I like that I like those mattresses that you know are foam and they just kind of like yeah, yeah well, like the ship, the ship like, like a dome, and then the, the dome opens. It? Yeah. Yeah. City. it doesn't even necessarily have to transform. It just it's sort of like an apartment. It block. has to transform. Okay, until but they if can it doesn't transform, it needs to at least roll out. Can mm. we all agree? Sure. Yes. Roll, Plus, roll then you've out. got a huge power source built in because <laughs> you've got the whole goddamn warp array, which you don't need since you're not going to warp much anymore. Better. We are at Starfleet than Starfleet is. I also now want there to be a Star Trek Sim City, and one of the natural disasters that can happen is crystalline, crystalline entity. That's oh great. my god! Oh my god! That's so what good. else could happen? Someone take this idea and make it happen. Uh, uh, devil attack. Devil. Oh yeah, Ardra shows devil up. Devil returning to take all your shit. Ardra. Oh Ardra, that devil. Sorry, I thought Devil in the Dark. No. Oh, well, that'd be good Horda. too. The Horda, Horda starts show up. weakening the you know, the whole no. building just goes through the ground because the Horda. Now Horda is a silicon avatar. True. Mm. True. Oh, that's right. Well, that's in this right. case, data not is carbon a based. Avatar. Yes, I get it. Because yeah. he's an avatar for the child. Yes. The stupid, so stupid fucking gross. Child. It was really upsetting. I don't think she wanted to fuck him. Yeah, no, no, I know. It just was creepy. I didn't like it. She was just. If a the kid were still alive, he'd be woman. like fifty by now. She no. fuck, yeah, but you know what? She's well, sad how old lonely. Data's twenty six. Did he take? Well, now he's thirty one. I thought he had, said he had twenty. Yeah, he had twenty nine years of Starfleet experience as of uh, Redemption. Okay, so he's in Starfleet for twenty nine years. Okay, the, and the the kid was sixteen when he died. Was he sixteen? Though? Yes. Yeah. Okay, so let's give it the benefit of doubt and say Data's thirty one. Yeah. And the kid was 16. He'd be 47. So be 40. Okay, so I was close. Okay, but so how old was this lady? I assumed he was a like a, a kid kid. Like a young kid. No, they said thick. So he, yeah, well, he was in high school. When the last time she saw him. Here's the thing. I don't feel bad for her being old and lonely. Because she literally was like, nah, popped out a kid. Don't really feel like dealing with it. Bye, son. I have science to do. Well, it sounded like she just, you know... Bringing him along for her adventures as a scientist was, she was not performing experiments on him. Maybe I hope so. Well, she said she left him that's with friends. That's what you have kids for. Like that's an okay thing. That I seems think. right. Yeah. If you're like an Antarctic scientist, yeah, you don't want to bring a baby. You're not bringing your baby. You're saying, "Hey, mom and dad, can you watch the kid for a little while while mm-hmm. I go and live my life?" Yeah. And then you yeah, but you're supposed back. to not have babies. When you still want to live your life. <laughs> That's like rule number one, isn't it? Is not have babies if you're going to try to go live your life. Or, or dogs sometimes. Dogs take up a lot yeah, of time. Yeah, they're pain in the ass. I love dogs. I could never have a dog. 
I could. They, I love dogs. I'm such a fucking child. I like What did you dog. do? One of my notes is just, Fistrium. <laughs> Fistrium. Shut up. Sounds like... Man. You were no just matter. thinking of Jake, weren't you? <laughs> Man, I think I found the source of the Bitrium. Oh! In reference to Dr. Mass or whatever her name is. Mass. I believe, actually, one of my notes in here specifically says, look, I can make Jake jokes sometimes. Shut up. <laughs> nice. I did like when they were running from the crystalline entity. That's not the whole joke. The car was carrying a kid. No, a biker was carrying a kid around and notices, you know, his girlfriend's about to get eaten by a monster. And not in the good way. <laughs> and he just hands the kid off to Data. And I wrote, oh, I didn't know you could play hot potato with a child. You can, in some states. It's a good thing nobody in that uh, thing was, like, handicapped or anything. Why did they, wait, why did they bring a child if the colony isn't set up yet? Is there any, is there any, like, physical, physically disabled in the future? There is a good chance the Federation practices, um... Eugenics? Yeah. Gross. I just meant, like... They gave Jordy a visor. I just figured they figured out a way to not... To like you know unparalyze you or something. I didn't. Mean, we met. I didn't mean I that they the were reading you out. James fucked up. James is was just really freaking old. Professor X wheelchair. Yeah, I think we're supposed to assume that their medicine is just super good. Well, that's what I'm saying. So I wouldn't expect anyone to be in a wheelchair, and I honestly wouldn't expect someone in a wheelchair with limited mobility to be like first on the list of like colonizing a hostile planet. Well, was yeah, a wheelchair. I mean, he was just old. No, no, we're not talking saying about they would, they would oh, send, yeah, yeah. saying you wouldn't they wouldn't send, send somebody in a wheelchair to colonize. That's the true, right? Because like, what well, I mean, I'm not like I. No, wait, nope. I'm being ableist. You yes, totally you might are. because they could be like a fucking amazing scientist mm. or any of those things. But I just feel like if there are no wheelchair ramps and shit there to like make it easier for them to get around, it would be difficult. That's what I'm saying. Um, you just keep keep data around to carry him. I thought you were going to say keep digging. I was like, I am. I'm digging. <laughs> help. Send the help. So the reason why Dr. Marr was so bitchy to data at the beginning was mm. because she knew that it was Lore who lured the, um, <laughs> mm-hmm. the, oh, the entity to the kill entity her kid. To yeah. kill her kid. So right. she assumes that data is of also, the same ilk. Also bad. Well, she shouldn't assume because you know what happens. Here's my question about that. Unless you want to, we're bringing. Up- <coughs> well, the only thing I have to say is that considering Data and Lore switched. Uh, oh yes, back obviously. In, back. Well, did they switch? In did they switch back in Brothers? Because they well, switched in. They first switched. In data lore. In data lore, <coughs> they might have switched back in Brothers. They randomly switched in I in um, the best of both worlds, mm. just remotely. Yeah. No, but my question is, you know, if if Mar is such an expert in the crystalline entity, and she knows Data is is a critter that survived, that you know was there when the crystalline entity attacked, why has she never questioned Data before? Excellent question. And I know there's a there's an actual like very interesting thing where she talks about oh no one has ever survived the <laughs> crystalline entity attack and I'm thinking why not data and it's, and it's oh because you probably don't consider him alive and then at the end there's a really lovely twist where she says as long as you're alive my son's still alive because mm. now she considers data I don't know her son <laughs> something Rennie which yeah I love that all of a sudden we're referencing that he has the memories of the college again for the first time since I think so. Yeah, it's been a while, hasn't it? It's like, oh, so this is a thing again now for this episode? Oh, you're you're quoting something that this scientist never recorded. Why haven't you recorded it, Data? Mm. Fuck you. I love you, but fuck you. <laughs> so they say that the entire planet was stripped of mm-hmm. all life, including everything down to microbes. Yep. 
Yet, when they show the planet, it looked like there were, like, some stripped trees. Are those, like, just burned wood? Because it looked like the... Flash fossil? It looked like the damn thing was just vaporizing stuff. Mm. So there should... It should just... It should... Like, in my estimation, it should just look like a desert. Yeah. It should just be, like, dirt and rock. Listen, listen. The, the critter didn't clean his plate. <laughs> something, something, oak don't croak? Mm. What does that mean? I don't know. It's like black don't crack. And like, what about like any kind of material that was under the surface? You know, was it only at the surface level that he did? Like he drill in? That is unclear. Well, he didn't get through. Yes, he, he didn't get rock. to drill in. Mm. That's Riker you're thinking of. Yes, <laughs> that is Riker I'm thinking of. Yeah, he was looking for us for that fistulite. Oy. Oy, oh, oy, oy. unrelated. <clears throat> uh, I was I was poking around the memory alphas. And the woman who played Kylo Ren was the daughter of the woman who played Picard's mother in Where No One Has Gone Before. Oh. oh. I did not poke that far in the memory alpha. That's fun. Really has oh. nothing to do with anything, but I just, yeah. you know. No, it's cool. They, just like Jocasta, they like to keep it in the family in Star Trek. <laughs> <laughs> Uh. I liked I liked Kyla Mar though. I thought she had a very interesting character arc. Mm. Like she starts off like you know when she learns the crystalline entity was here. I'm so excited that oh can I question the families and probably freak them out by how interesting interested and exuberant I am about this? Yeah, I kind of. Was... Hey, I know your family was killed. Tell me all about it. I was kind of off put by how like no one was like hey your excitement seems inappropriate. super inappropriate right now. You wanna you wanna dial it back, Doc. We just watched a woman and an old man die. And an entire planet yeah, is, that like, could have been our, unlivable. Our, yeah, it could have been our colony. Mm. If we had a replicator there, it would have been destroyed. So luckily, yeah, we didn't a good have thing we didn't. any. I would have had to fill out Why, insurance Are replicators alive forms. now? Repl- replicator wouldn't be destroyed. Well, no, no but it's more valuable than, than certain lives. I was going to say, than human life generally? Probably, yes. Certainly more valuable than Troy. Wow. <laughs> I actually have a note. You'll change your tune when we get to disaster and she... <laughs> I, I have a note in here where, like, I forget what exactly it was, but... Oh, yeah, where she was like, I don't think you need an empath to know how she feels. My note is just, fuck you, Troy. Stating the fucking obvious has never stopped you before, you grimy bitch. Yeah. <laughs> you grimy bitch. Yeah, there's a, there's a point... Grimy! Later. There's just something Ooh. about that. I'm sorry, Ames, go ahead. Yeah, there's a point later when, when you know, we're looking at the crystalline entity... And I'm th- I'm just and titty and t- <laughs> fuck you nine times. Uh, and I'm thinking Troy should try to sense what's going on with the crystalline entity. And she's just there. And it, and I'm thinking. And I wrote down like, what do you sense, Troy? Nothing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just picturing her doing that. Do that sound. She's just sitting there on the bridge, going. <laughs> <laughs> what do you sense, Troy? I sense a snowflake. <laughs> no, you're just describing what it looks like. <laughs> I sense a giant space snowflake. <laughs> it's like, uh, oh God, what's that movie? Is it Mean Girls? Never seen it. The girl claims that she can tell the weather from her breasts, and she goes outside and it's raining. And she's like, she grabs her boobs and goes, there's a 70% chance it's raining right now, and it's clearly raining. I'm pretty sure that's a thing. That's how that's how Troy is. Yeah, no, pretty much. <laughs> she's uses, grabbing her boobs. She uses her boobs to tell the current weather conditions. We're getting her in a sensible uniform soon, right? Is that this season? No, that's not until uh, Chain of Command. Uh, oh, what's Chain of Command? Is that next? That's season six, I think, right? 
That might be this season. No, it's not this season. It's I checked. I, was, I looked at all of season five. To see Ames what, has that shit memorized. To see what's going to be on my good list this year, this season, because I know there's a lot of good stuff this season. And I know I love Chain of Command, and it is not this season. Mm. Yeah, because Captain Jellico is a stickler for decorum. Yeah, I thought that. Was, um, yeah. But not Dem Titties. You know who loved them titties? Rennie. When when Data's telling mommy, like he ha- he had all these feelings about this girl. Her he really liked physical her physical attributes. <laughs> Ames, my my note from that sequence. She had, in his words, great cans. <laughs> so we both had the same thing. He liked she, he liked her fart pillows. She had some tiggled bitties. <laughs> he described them as banging. Sorry, bang in. Yikes. Yeah, I wonder why he didn't read that journal entry in Rennie's voice. <laughs> I wanked it last night for 45 minutes straight. It's Please. red. I, <laughs> hope my, I hope no one ever reads this journal entry to my mom. <laughs> in my voice. My, I was... <laughs> my foreskin is so swollen it looks like a water balloon. <laughs> oh, we've gone, we've gone there again. Not foreskin water balloons! I, <laughs> So anyway, Picard wants to talk to the Crystalline Entity, which is basically exactly what happened in, I forget the name of the TAS episode, where we did the Vulcan mind meld with a cloud thing, yeah. and and decided, oh, this is how you ask you ask it nicely to stop murdering, yeah. oh, and, it's and like, then it understands. Was it like pain? The, the one that no, was saying pain? It was, uh, it was, that was a TAS listen, episode, Hear me. It? Listen to me. We are one. We're doing this thing. I'm stop trying eating. to find you. Oh, it's also like the Horda. The Horda was the yeah. same deal. Yeah, yeah. Stop murdering people. Sorry, oh, I didn't realize I was. Sorry, I'm fucking up all your Here, shit. Here, have guys. all these cuttlefish. That Although I guess the horde is different because the horde was defending its nest. Yeah, this thing is just hungry. Yeah, hungry, hungry. And I kind of I like I like Picard's hungry. argument that it has as much right to be here as prime directive as we maybe do. a little and, bit. Um, and you know we can't hold it as you know it's just doing what's natural for it. But then again, like a cuttlefish, it knew. That, uh, look, A, like, here's why, here's why I don't buy it. I don't buy it because we know that it is possible to communicate with it because Lore can talk to it. Yeah, Lore did. Lore can, Lore can just straight up talk to it. Yeah, that's true. And tell it, hey, when I beam this tree into space, that's the signal. The shields will be down, and then yeah. you can attack the ship and kill everybody. So yeah. the thing totally knows what's up. If yeah, but it also was told it was a good idea to do that. So maybe it's like mm, kill all there, humans. How have there only been eleven documented cases of this thing attacking? Because the universe is huge. Yeah, yeah and the number is. of inhabited planets is probably still relatively small. And, it's probably, never, and there are it, never that many ships in the quadrant. You know did it I mean? also decimate a lot of planets that never got recorded, maybe? Probably. Yeah, yeah, like places that just were uninhabited by... Well, what a great opportunity for Genesis testing. If you needed, <laughs> if you needed a dead world... <laughs> Go to somewhere the crystalline entity yeah. has been. In reality, True. it's for the best for everyone that the crystalline entity was destroyed... Because you know if it hadn't been... It was pretty. And, and Picard reported back like, Yes, I, I've, I figured out how to communicate with it so it won't attack inhabited worlds anymore. Immediately, some admiral would imme- just get a huge boner and be like, I bet I can use it to murder! Or sex. There's gotta be sex involved. Yikes. Maybe both. But yeah, it'd be like he tried to sick it on the Romulans or yeah. something. Well, they deserve it. Well, here's what I'm imagining, right? So we saw it explode into a billion pieces. Mm-hmm. 
each of those pieces is a part of a crystal. And as if you know anything about crystallization, oh yes, is that they're if all they're, the same, right? Is that, well, no, it's that a crystal can grow, will grow. Like if it's like if you have a crystal, like a sugar crystal, yeah, and you put it in a super like like, like um sugar candy, sugar candy, like yeah, like rock, rock candy, yeah, like right? rock candy. So if you take <laughs> so you take a grain of sugar, which is just a tiny sugar crystal, yeah, and you put it into a sugar saturated solution, the crystal will form around that structure. Yeah. So if you then take that formed crystal, smash it into a bunch more crystals, and put that into more uh, sugar solution, you will have a shitload more giant crystals. So my thinking here is she didn't kill the crystallinity. She split it into billions of tiny... tiny crystalline entities that are going to uh, grow up to be big and scary and decimate the galaxy. And that's the plot of the new Picard series. Yes. Yay! That's a good one. I can't wait for that And it'll be pissed off. Yeah, rightly so. This time it's personal. It'll be like, last time you tried to talk to me, I was all willing to chat, and you went and blew me up. Kerploded. Oh, the computer graphics for the crystalline entity are going to be good in the, good now. Mm. I mean, they're still good, but they'll yeah, be really good. Yeah, no, for the time, yeah. Yeah. Um, like, even Mara looks at it and says, oh, it's so pretty. Let me boop this button to kill it. Boop, boop, boop. <laughs> no, I'm going to act catatonic for love that, reason. like, Data waited for an Data order bang me. to try to stop it. Like, it would have been a moot point because she, like, had put in, like, a, a restriction, but... No one even tried. It's like, Data, you're right there. There, something's clearly wrong. Wait, you're right maybe, here. How, can, how can any old bozo right. put uh, a computer lockout? Bojo. How can any old bojo put a lockout on the computer? Because there is no fucking security in the That's computer. That's true. Mm. Well, there is, because you can do a lockout. True, but so, they don't choose to use so it. So what they need is to take out the lockout function... If they're going to leave it open, because yeah. if they leave it open, some jerkwad's going to show up, lock it out. They're all just too trusting. Somewhere deep in the bowels of the ship is the Enterprise IT guy who is just always on the verge of an aneurysm because no one does anything he tells them to. So basically what you're saying is, is in the next 400 years, IT is not going to change a bit. No, they're going to be deeply frustrated by you. Same users. IT guy. Have yeah. you tried turning it off and on? Like you could have a Vulcan IT guy and they'd finally just snap. <laughs> You were supposed to have no emotions. Start using fucking Vulcan neck break wow neck breaking so, techniques. Uh, Tal Shia. Tal yeah, Shia. Yeah, yeah. So, so I got a, I got a tinfoil hat theory. Oh, oh I love, love the about this t- about this uh, about this computer situation. This mm-hmm. lockout. I don't think <laughs> Doctor Mar. Mar knew how to do a lockout. But you know who does know how to do a lockout? Dater and knows how to do it damn well. Dater. Mm. Dater. And he's got Rennie's mind inside of him. I think, I think... It's creepy and weird. Dater went ahead and uh, either at, at at her behest or volunteered... At Rennie's behest. ...to, as sort of a uh, <laughs> uh, 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 an amends-making move for his uh, brother's actions, went out and uh, set up that computer locker. Because I don't think... I mean, they do make it a point earlier in the episode of having Jordy say, like, oh, you really know your way around that computer, but yeah. I well, think that's do. bullshit yeah. because she holds a tricorder upside down. In the I noticed that. <laughs> so I don't think she knows shit. No, no, no. She just had... Maybe her vision is different, like Jordy's visor, and uh, everything she sees is upside down. It could be. Mm. could be. 
Or maybe, you know, But maybe, if that was the case, it would... Maybe, well, everything we see is upside down. She's like, she's Your holding the tricorder like this, and she's like, boy, these rocks appear to be made out of human flesh. <laughs> we and know. they have a heartbeat. Oh, my God. Because <laughs> 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 you know, tricorder screens like modern cell phones just have... Um, oh, it rotates. Yeah, so you can hold it upside down and still reading upright. You just have to get used to where the buttons are. But that's how she prefers to hold it. Oh, that could be. I don't think so. No, no, it was just a fuck up. She just sucks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> also, She's a dumb I mean, she does suck. It's true. Also, Data is a way better empath than Troy because he's able to say at the end, I feel like your son wouldn't say that. Mm-hmm. Or I think your son would A motherfucking rock is a better empath <laughs> than Troy. It's true. Data, as Rocks a matter of fact, <laughs> is a motherfucking rock. That's true. Silicon is a yeah. rock, after all. There we go. Mm. Wow. Mm, there you go. Well done. And he fucked Rennie's mother. <laughs> Many times. Overall, though, like, I expected this, you know, from the start to just be another "let's be racist to data" episode. Mm. But yeah, me too. I, I did like it, where it went with it. Yeah, I love seeing a crystalline entity because it's it's very it's pretty. pretty and it's fun and mm-hmm. it kills it kills people. And it ruined Riker's day, which amused me because <laughs> that whole scene cock blocking crystalline entity. Really, <laughs> I don't think it was data that called the crystalline entity. I think it was Troy that called it. <laughs> what did what she call it? She she Son called it up. She said. Hey, Crystalline, still, what's up? It's me, Troy. If, if Riker's about to get some, could you go take care of that there's for me? A, there's oh, this bitch. That, that conniving bitch. There's this bitch on a planet. Told you she was grimy. Grimy is such a fucking great word. Like, I don't know why you say grimy about Troy, but I love it. <laughs> like, it's wrong, but I, I enjoy like it. in high school, people were grimy. I don't actually know what it means. Grimy means, like, one. dirty. No, but I don't know what it means in a slang term. It could mean something else. I might be using it completely wrong. People, like, you, when you were in high school, people said grimy? Yeah, people would, they would describe others as Was it in grimy. reference to the Simpsons episode? Oh, I don't know. Probably not. What maybe. Simpsons episode? Uh, the, the one with Frank Grimes. You wouldn't yeah. know it. Oh, I wouldn't, because I don't know any of them, but mm. I wanted to ask anyways, because Simpsons. It's anyway. a famous episode. Yeah, I just haven't seen a lot of Simpsons. Like, since I was a kid. I used to watch it when it was on when I was, like, very young. But So moving on from Troy being a terrible empath in this episode. To, to Troy, Troy being, being a, a terrible, terrible empath in the next episode? Commanding officer. Oh, my God. Yeah. How do you get to be the rank of lieutenant commander in Starfleet? Evidently, you don't need any command experience whatsoever. Well, she does have... Great big credentials. Yeah. I was gesturing towards my breasts in a great big track of land way. I love how nice. basically it's like when when O'Brien is explaining to Roe that she has the rank of lieutenant commander. I feel like even the way Colmini delivered it, it was kind of like the unspoken part was, yeah, I can't fucking believe it either. Well, when you say like, she, he doesn't say she's she's a lieutenant commander, she's the ranking officer, because she carries the yeah. rank of yeah. lieutenant commander, which is like, she's technically kind of lieutenant commander. Can't she hand off command to somebody else if I she think wanted she, to? Well, I think she might. Yeah, but, if she and wanted I feel like, to. And I feel as though, given that she clearly has no command experience and no knowledge of ship's operations she should have been like you know what this is not the time for me to test out my skills i know what, what was the thing that happened where she she was like i don't know what such and such is and o'brien and roe look at her like it's this she didn't know that a containment breach was bad. would cause the ship to explode <laughs> which like the, the, how do you serve you don't have to be an engineer chris can you do the that's why. That's so why she doesn't know. <laughs> the the children trapped in the turbo shaft yeah. in a card know that better than she does. Yeah, like, and they know only things about radishes. 
Now, she also now I I, I don't want to shit on Troy all episode because there's like, so many things to shit on. There's a lot to shit on. And so like, we're gonna start with Troy and move on and to like, other things. I also do think that um, so Doctor Crusher, for example, I believe I don't know if this has been mentioned, but eventually it, it, it's mentioned that she is Doctor Crusher is a commander. So she is she is at she the, outranks Troy. She she's the same rank as Riker. <laughs> okay. On paper, and like there's a future episode. I don't want to get too far ahead here, but there is a future episode where Crusher is on the is commanding the bridge, mm. just because she likes to do that and because she can. Uh, and <laughs> uh, and and Troy is like, oh, I'd like to do that someday. So Troy goes to Riker. She's had such a bad experience. Well, with well it. She's, she goes to Riker and she's like, man, remember when I took command during the disaster and I totally fucked up? I'd like to learn how to actually do this. And and Riker's like, well, let me give you the the test, which she fails. I remember Miserably. that episode. Um, it was a good episode. I like to imagine, though, like, I don't remember the finer points, but I like to imagine when she, said, when she said to Crusher, like, oh, I'd like to do that someday. Crusher just laughed for 15 minutes straight. Yeah. <laughs> I sense you're laughing, but I don't let's know go why. Do, let's just go do some yoga, okay? That's more your speed. Well, oh, not your leotard. Oh, sweetie, that's cute. The point is... Yeah, I think... Really, her, her thing should have been... Remember that time in Disaster where, that, where all those disasters happened? I want to never be in charge of <laughs> those like, again. I like the idea that somehow in-universe they know the episode titles. Remember <laughs> that time in Disaster? I oh, think... God, um, I think the kids. I Ugh. think that, uh, honestly, I think between the random dude at Ops and... Oh, he was terrible. And Monroe who died? Well, no, no. I was going to say that random Ops dude and O'Brien and... Row could have very like if they just had like five minutes alone. Row oh, yeah. Ro could be like, "Hey, let's just mutiny and mm-hmm. yeah, take yeah. command, and, and we'll get this shit." Taken I think care of. I think dead Monroe would have been better than Troy. <laughs> well, yeah, Monroe was a lieutenant. Ro, Ro, Monroe would have been would've even been... while dead though. Dead yes. Monroe sounds like some really gross sex act. So we don't. See... I was gonna say it sounds like a bad. So thing. we don't see the corpse of Monroe after that. That's first like the shot. dead Kennedy. I think they just shoved her into the bathroom. <laughs> He's been stepping over her the whole time. <laughs> no, no, I love the idea that they shoved her in the bathroom and then forgot her there, and then like somebody goes to the bathroom one of the, days later. One of the children, like, go, like oh, no! to black, it like falls on Radish Kid and traumatizes him for life. Good, that fucking Radish Kid. Yeah, I hated him. Um, but yes, by rights, like she should have just handed command over to O'Brien, who. Was the next highest rank. I can imagine yeah. they don't trust Roe yet because she's new and has a lot of weird history. history. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm going to say this, and I probably will say this last week as well, but um, <laughs> Roe is. Will have said. Yes. I probably will have said this. <laughs> uh, uh, no one has any guide. idea what order we weave. Time in. travel. Um, but. Whales. Because I know, like, because I want to talk about Roe a lot. Uh, I. And uh, and I know that I will talk about her last week as well. Um, <laughs> we'll talk about her last week. But um, <sighs> but I really like this is a, like the first episode with Roe is an introductory episode, and you could kind of imagine that she's just a one-off yeah character for an episode like um, like what's her face Data's girlfriend. Uh, oh, which yeah, one? Wait. The one the the annoying one that I hated. Um, which one? <laughs> From uh, in theory, I know in it was theory. a joke. I knew who you meant the whole um, time. I was just saying that all of Data's girlfriends have been annoying. But like, so I'm glad they turned her into a recurring like character. Nah. And like, I kind of think <clears throat> she the should only have thing been, you like about Yar is that she fucked Data. I really wish that they had gone all the way with Roe and making her 
a series regular. Yeah, uh-huh. they could have well, stuck her at ops. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. So or, I know, I know that uh, in this episode, a Michael Pillar felt bad that he let Ro apologize at the end because it made her seem weaker than she is as a character. Mm. But also, they they specifically paired Ro and O'Brien in their scenes on the bridge together because they were getting re- they were getting things ready and rolling for DS9. And they wanted, and they wanted Rolaren to be a character on DS Nine. Yeah, and they Michelle were kind of, Forbes and they were, they were, you know, really playing it to see how they would do together as, as characters. Yeah. Why would she not want to do it? Well, I think I honestly like this is getting a little DS Nine-y, and but I really like I say I I, I really like Rose's character who turns into Kira Nerys. Right, and I would have loved to have Ro on DS Nine instead of Kira Nerys. No, well that's the thing. I think it would. I think it would have been a different show. Yeah. Um. But I. I really love the character of Kira Nerys too. Mm-hmm. Well, it makes more They're sense. Very similar for his liaison yeah, sort of. to be a Bajoran who's never been in Starfleet because that immediately like. Well, yeah, I think the dynamic would have been a lot different on yeah. DS Nine if it yeah. had been Rolaren. But I. I also think that Kira. They were able to do more stuff with Kira. Yeah. Point is, I love I love Rolaren. I wish she was a series regular on this show. Yeah. Because yeah. like the women that we, we have, see a bunch more of her. Right? We do. She's in a bunch of episodes. Not enough for you though. No, because the women that we have really like Crusher. Crusher. Crusher's getting a little better, but poor Troy never yeah. gets a chance to be a proper character. Oh, but we've got Keiko now, and she's got well, a kid. And she's and like Keiko's. So great. she'll never be a proper character. No, Keiko's not great. So the only thing I liked about this episode was Worf during the birth Worf scene. Worf was great, but it made me wonder, like, so we're in 10-4, which we're using as a temporary medical station. Why is Worf the only one who's helping her give birth? Because he's apparently the only one that took that fucking EMT class. I'm sure every Starfleet officer has to take that class. Like, that's... Yeah, but it's basically... Let's be honest. It's just, again, it's funnier to have Worf there... Because he's going to be like, this isn't like the simulation. You should start pushing now. Some, somebody, Push. somebody else was like, somebody else was like, um, uh, I'm actually, I'm a doctor, so I can, and Worf's like, I am the ranking officer here. <laughs> <laughs> I carry the rank of lieutenant. <laughs> like Troy. Wait, he's what, waiting wait, to is, see. Is Worf above or below Troy in he's rank? below Troy. Damn. Well, it's he's, because he keeps getting his ass beat by all those cardboard yeah, boxes. Data, Data, Data Jordy. And Troy are lieutenant commanders. Yeah. Okay. Riker and Crusher right. are commanders. Yeah. Worf is a lieutenant. And Roe is an ensign. Yeah, now really he's insisting on, on it just to see if it comes out with the ridges. Because mm. if it does, he's got to... <laughs> yes, he's got to hide that thing quick. Can I, can I just make sure you swallow Where's the finny tube? <laughs> I'm not ready to be a father! No. Again! Oh, oh God. Give it to give it to my step. Yeah, immediately calls. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Hello, Mr. Rojenko. Rojenko or Rojenko? Rojenko, I think. But yeah, there was there was there was there was way way too much happening in this episode. Well, I think that's why I could only like handle half of the plots. Like well, I remembered I, part of it and discarded the rest. It's just too much. The thing is, I liked all of the plots, and I think. I, I wish there were a way that they worked together, or they like converged more, because you know Bev and. The forge in in the supply room with the radioactive garbage and the fire. <laughs> that and sounded the, a bit like Darlock in July. The, the <laughs> Bev and the forge in the supply room. Picard, his ankle broke. <laughs> <laughs> the radishes, strange, weird, weird. whatever. Weird radishes. I am. Yeah. If I was doing, if I was handed this script to rewrite, I would say I would 
cut the kids in the elevator. Oh, God, yes. I would just have it so that Picard gets seriously injured on the bridge and is unconscious and unable to command. Well, that's what happened in Final Mission, mostly. Yeah, Yeah, but now they're on the ship. Fine. Or just have him trapped in the elevator with... Well, no, because I don't, because I don't want, that, that I don't want, it, I don't want that whole plot. Or, or maybe Picard just, maybe it's Picard and Data that go on the trip yeah. to engineering. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know. I would just have, I would cut it down to only the Keiko plot and only the bridge plot, and then the. Um, the the bridge the, between the two the engineering because those do dovetail yeah, yeah and and the engineering plot like really was only two fairly brief scenes it was yeah. the scene in the crawl space like which I guess was technically two scenes because they cut it but yeah. uh, it was a scene in the crawl space with the electricity and it was the scene in engineering so that yeah. wasn't a full like f- fully fledged plot yeah, yeah but as I was saying about the about the supply room like. They're like an entirely like orphaned plot, yep. like those mm. children should have been. Yep. Uh, actually, they <laughs> might be. Maybe the disaster killed their parents, and we just don't. I know. hope so. Uh, wow! But then, like, they're gonna, you know, they'll dump them at the next star. They'll want they the card to, to be their to the mom. Oh and I God. actually, I actually really like keeping up with the Rodriguez. I really want there to be like a spinoff <laughs> of Warp's parents mm. being everyone's parents yes <laughs> they just have a collection no i liked i actually i liked the not miles who was it jordy jordy and bev in the supply room scene uh even though it's entirely isolated from everybody else it could have it could have been a short like the shorts that uh, of the, oh, uh, the discovery, discovery that were coming out mm. like if yeah. that were a short it would be great. Yeah, it'd be fine. It has nothing to do with the rest of the fucking plot, but no. it's really cool. And I actually like, I actually got really invested watching them, you know, with no air in the room and the place depressurized as Bev and Jordy have to make it to a wall to press a button. And I'm there like tense, gripping the table thing. Go, Bev, go! Go, Bev, go! <laughs> Although clearly, I don't know who backed out of this Gilbert and Sullivan production she's putting on. Mm. But she is clearly desperate. Yeah. If she's like, Jordy, that, that's fine. You were completely flat. Yeah, but it'll be great. No, you sound great. You're oh, the... Oh, yeah. He was <laughs> awful. What, what is it? I'm the... I the never, modern Major General. Here's the thing fair. is I can never the actually remember it because I think of Morden from... Uh, Mass Effect. Mass Effect. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, the reason they were in there was stupid. Yeah, no, well, they just, that wasn't even the real reason. They were making out back there. There's oh, never any. There, yeah, there's never any good reason to get Doctor Crusher and Jordy together on the in the cargo bay. <laughs> I was gonna no, say there's never any good reason to be a woman stuck in an enclosed space with Jordy. <laughs> so yeah, what was Jordy even doing in the cargo bay? Uh, I think it's obvious. What was he doing? Was he balancing his checkbook? Oh no, I don't think he was balancing his checkbook. No. <laughs> um, maybe okay okay here's the theory uh-huh. it's a stupid one but okay. it's all I got well as long as she's been hounding him for like days about this for the dick <laughs> no about this fucking Gilbert and Sullivan thing oh okay. and he was like he found some pretense to go in there to work on a power coupling or something mm-hmm. and she tracks him down and we just didn't see that when she bursts in and is like oh Jordy and he's like motherfucker there's no place I can hide from this woman yeah so here's a question how many people died to get on the to ship. do that, because yeah, uh, there was no response in engineering. So, so there all the no, there was no, there was nobody alive in engineering. Period. Well, or the communications were just completely. no, no. Because when where's when, Barkley? When, is Barkley okay? When Riker, on the holodeck. And, when Riker and Data's <laughs> head got there, there was nobody. Riker and Data's head. It was abandoned. <laughs> 
So Actually, there was nobody left alive in engineering. If Barkley is in the holodeck, I would really love that to be part of this episode so I can <laughs> see what he goes through. Thank mm. you. It's mentioned that there are hull breaches because yeah, that's, that's why the emergency bulkheads closed. And since they have no power, the little shieldy shields wouldn't go up. How li- is life support, ops? Life support was Don't offline ask. for at least some of the time. Yeah. So I have to imagine that yeah. there were many, many dozens, if not hundreds, of seriously injured, if not dead people. Because mm, of true. Troy. Because yeah. Troy ran over that deer in space. Quantum filament. Mm. Yeah, space deer. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I was just like, one of my notes was that this was like uh, Murphy's Law, the episode. <laughs> like, everything that can go wrong will. Because it was like, okay, so you hit the quantum filament. Oh, and this is a result. And this, and this, and this. Yeah. And it was like... Awful, awful butterfly effect. Yeah, it was just like, it's too much. Focus. Calm down. No, we're doing this. We're doing with the children. And the Bev thing and the other... And spontaneous birth giving. It's like, oh god, oh, and we're we're, we're in the Jeffries too, but oh Christ, coolant leak. Oh, thank goodness we dealt with that. Oh, fuck, giant electrical doodly, what's it? It was like, come on. Well, let's see. So if you cut the plot. When you go through the the maze in Legends of the Hidden Temple, each room is a new disaster. Yeah. I'm surprised a temple guard didn't just burst (laughs) out from a hallway. You have to have the golden golden, uh, medal. The medallion. medallion. (laughs) Yeah, but you know what happened is they all got fucked in the Shrine of the Silver, silver Monkey, because that's always what fucking happens. No! Not the Silver Monkey! I always, Push I always saw that those Temple Guards were really kind of uh, handsy with the kids. Like, right. a little, no, they little, clearly enjoyed much. terrifying the children. But they also, like, grabbed no, them. No, I was going to say, that's not, what, that's not what Jake was suggesting. Like, I'm suggesting that they were... No, no, I'm not making anything sexual, but I'm just saying I think they were a little too aggressive. You know, they could... And maybe sexual. There, there could honestly... <laughs> sexually aggressive. No, no, but joking aside... Creepy, creepy joking aside. Oh, no. There could be a real reason for it, which is, like, if you really grab them, they're less likely to, like... Fall over and hurt and themselves. Because, like, beyond, even though they know... Every, every every abductor knows that you have to grab them firmly. <laughs> oh, Actually, wow. they chloroform them. Children have sharp nails, Chris. <laughs> sharp nails and teeth. But you know what I'm saying. Like, if someone, <laughs> And kicking, kicking feet. Even if... This <laughs> is just taking a turn. If you get the chloroform rag on tight enough, you can maybe get wow. them down in one move. But even if you know, like, that a temple guard could grab you at any moment, it doesn't change the fact that when it does happen, you're gonna probably naturally freak out a little. Mm-hmm. So it's like, right, run and, and so it's like, yeah, you have to grab them because otherwise they might hurt themselves by jumping out of this fucking two-story tall set. I literally said that like three minutes ago. I said they could hurt themselves. Where how, where were you when I said that? That's what I was that. trying to get out. And how are making these, awful references? And that's how did, how did these was. dumbass kids not know how to put the monkey back together? I think it's just it's finick, finickier than it looks. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like, we all say that, but I bet I'd fuck it up. Here's the thing, okay? I, in my in my apartment, I have a uh, dishwasher. No, Is the squirrel, squirrel still there? Uh, if he's still there, he's dead. Um, there was a day when there was an obvious, obvious, obvious scuffle had taken place because there was like, he had, between someone, whom? the cats and the squirrel. Oh my God. Someone, or, someone had jumped onto my typewriter and fucked up some keys again. That's like the was second that just time you that happened. Sleep? Yeah, it's true. I was You're off your meds typing. apparently, so. I mean, it's, it's Adderall. I don't think being off Adderall makes you sleepwalk suddenly. Though I did sleepwalk a little bit as a child. Oh. And apparently I, I went into my parents' bedroom, or my dad and, it's not a creepy story, my dad and my stepmother's uh, 
bedroom, and I had a... Just farted right in their faces. No. Well, yes, but that was when I was pretending to be sleepwalking. That was intentional. But, uh, you know, like, remember how, like, Burger King used to do, like, toys where if you paid, like, three bucks, you could get a thing? Do y'all remember that? No. No. It was sort of, like... Burger King is disgusting. Well, yes, it is. It's absolute diarrhea food. It is the it is the food equivalent it of actual so, diarrhea, like, the thing, and though, then it like, makes diarrhea. Every now and again, like it it can't. Some of it can taste good. Oh yeah, it tastes great, but it's gonna but, fucking. Like, just... The thing is, I've never eaten at Burger King and not felt like shit. Right. For I think hours I think later. Caitlin has two stories that we're telling, and one is the squirrel story, and one oh, is yeah. the actual oh, story. Anyways, the sleepwalking. It's like Inception. I had yeah, storyception. <laughs> I had deeper. a. You know the uh, the the pig from Toy Story. Yeah, I had a that guy puppet that we got from Burger King for three bucks, and I had wrapped it in. This is in my sleep. Keep in mind, I had wrapped it in what was my old baby blanket because I had my baby blanket for like ever, and I just liked it. I didn't like carry it around like Linus, but sometimes it made appearances here and there. And I had wrapped it in this thing like it was wearing a cloak, and I snuck into my parents' room while they were there, standing there as asleep. And I started going through their closet trying to find my Christmas presents, apparently. And the thing <laughs> is, is, like, I do not remember this at all, so I must have been asleep. But they were like, no, you were awake. I was like, I literally don't have any idea what you're talking about. Anyway, the point is, there was an obvious squirrel-cat scuffle, and I don't know where the squirrel went, if it finally found a way out. Because it was definitely in... It had been previously on one end of the apartment, like, above the bathroom. But this time, it definitely went across... And it was in the other room at the other end of the of the main living area. So he definitely got around somewhere, and we have not heard anything from it since. So I'm assuming it found a way out or has died. I prefer to think that rather than, like, a cat or both the cats versus the squirrel, it was actually the squirrel and one of the cats versus the other cat. Like, it had been, it made <laughs> it a teamed up. With- it was, like, riding phantom, like, some kind of, like... <laughs> Battle stallion animal. <laughs> All right, now somewhere on the on the periphery of this story is the actual story, which was guess what's in my apartment? Oh yeah, I don't even remember what, what the fuck the, I was what saying. Are, now. What were we talking about? Doesn't matter. Back to the episode. No, it does matter. I had a point, and now it's <laughs> Your gone. Your point sucks. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> we are all being terrible to Caitlin this episode. No, I apologize. I'm kidding. It's all a hallucination. We've gotten so far off track that we've lost, we've lost sight of the goal. And the goal is Troy sucks. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I just, I didn't like this episode. I actually, I like this episode better than I remembered liking this episode. Yeah, I remember I like not the, liking I like it. all the individual plots. Uh, I mean, there are the children. Oh, I yeah, the children, like okay, the children one I don't like. I'm going to say this. So what? if you if you cut out the... Children. Uh the Jordy oh, and um the Jordy and Crusher plot and the Riker and Data plot. If you take those out of the mix, the whole episode is about people that are just out of their element. Yeah. Doing mm-hmm. stuff that they're not accustomed to doing. I don't know, Picard, Data's head went out of out of its element. Yeah. <laughs> like Picard's having to deal with before. children. Well, so he could suck his own dick. Troy's right? having to deal with command and and Worf is having to deal with a vagina. vagina. A single vagina. A single <laughs> vagina that keeps getting bigger. So he's, um, he's dealt with vaginas. I mean, it's that's dilating really, so quickly. That really is what giving, giving birth is. It's just it's a vagina that gets very big, and then something comes out of Isn't it. Isn't it technically a uterus that gets really big? I'm pretty Doesn't sure everything dilate to push it aside. Every, everything has to get everything has to get bigger. No, see, it the no, so it does, but it stretches. The vagina is built I'm to not, stretch. I understand that. But what is actually getting bigger, i.e. 
dilating, as Ames cervix. just said, is the cervix. Because the yes. cervix is naturally very narrow. Not today. Not today. Anyway, oh. here's, a, here's a question. Why are we talking about this? I, I imagine I won't like the answer, but I'm oh, going to ask no. it anyway. When they do birth scenes in television and in movies and stuff, where do they get the baby? How Skillet. the fuck do they do that? Really they get like it out of the. They, they, they get take it out a of the baby and they put booster. a new placenta. Uh, so here's here's I don't Talk know. About the umbilical cord. You're I'm gonna about. I'm gonna speculate. What's the difference? Wait, hang on. What's the difference between a placenta and a okay? The umbilical cord is the thing that comes out of your belly button that connects to the placenta, I think, and that's where it gets the foodage. But the placenta is like a big green thing. It's like a sack that they call afterbirth, and it's you you pass it after you, you were birth. right you do hate this answer oh, anyways, uh, guess what now. some people eat the placenta I know that that's oh. awesome yeah no they just cover it in goo but not a placenta yeah um, and besides which oh, I don't, that umbilical cord was fake I mean it must have been you yeah it was just I mean, makeup but yeah. here's the thing still it's disgusting so I'm gonna, and it's no, I'm gonna it speculate is disgusting okay sure. to show a naked baby on, on, well I didn't see it's genitals oh, yeah, well, the I, gen- the, I hid under the, the blanket the, the so. vagina was covered with the cord when they showed it yeah the cord was acting as a sensor how do you know it was a vagina because it's a they said it was a girl. Oh, but it still could have been a boy okay. if you're not going to see the they bits. Could, yeah, that's true. Which, thank God you didn't see the um, bits. Don't, don't don't take that the wrong fucking way. But, I'm um, grateful. But yeah, I think as long as you don't show the genitalias. To address your well, question. Everybody's I, got nipples. They show their butts all the time and I hate it. Oh, but baby butts are cute. No, they're disgusting. They, oh. look, like, they look like prunes. Um, oh, babies all To address all your like question, prunes. I don't know, but I, to speculate, because I had thought about this, mm. I'm willing to bet that there are talent, like, "Quote unquote talent agents that troll hospital maternity like, like ward, close wards. to the, the recording dates. Well, just, mm. Yeah, we're just like in general because I'm sure there's always a demand for babies in Hollywood. So yeah. they probably like mostly for they their probably feasts. just like have flyers <laughs> that they hand to newborn uh, to mothers to yeah. new mothers that are like, if you want your baby, if you want to make a hundred bucks." Call us up and we'll put your baby on TV for, mm. you know, yeah. and a half a second shot. Lend your baby to Star Trek. All right. Supplementary question that's also going to be disgusting and make me unhappy. It's not a lend. It's a rental. Go ahead. What? A lentil. Lentil. I'm saying that they're not lending their babies. They're renting them. Mm. Oh. But go ahead. When they do breastfeeding scenes with, a, with, a, with an actress who is not the mother of this child... Sexual assault. I think that's disgusting and awful. Well, but I always, th- I think that's it's disgusting pr- no matter what. It's probably there's probably either a, a fake paste, breast, either a fake breast or a pasty or something. It okay. must be confusing and traumatizing for the child. Yeah, well, they, they, why is there no milk? Uh, and also, I'm sure, matter, like though. if ever, if ever you cannot see the the actress's face, it's probably the actual mother mm. doing the breastfeeding in the. And wearing the costume of so the they actor. wow so they they got like the the mother involved as well and her boob specifically yeah why not gross there's anyway. a breastfeeding scene in this one I don't remember that no I'm not, I'm not saying not this. I'm saying when when you know it, it reminds me of things that are disgusting about yeah, babies yeah. one that they're born and two that they breastfeed mm. <laughs> three that I was ever one myself I often apologize disgusting I often apologize to my parents for ever having been a baby and they're like you couldn't have helped that I'm like yeah maybe I could have though <laughs> I could try to. I didn't try hard enough yeah <laughs> I, I love that when I when I <laughs> say to people that generally I'm like it's like well you were a kid once yeah I had no choice yeah <laughs> I would have hated me. Bro, I know I would. I was a oh. fucking jackass when I was a child. <laughs> I'm sorry, were? I'm just kidding. I was a different kind but of But I jackass. bet you were very precocious. I bet you were one of those kids who, like, was too mature for your peers, so you did a lot of, like, talking with teachers. Because that's the kind of kid I was. I was the fucking worst. Yeah. Right. Speaking of kids who are the fucking worst. Oh, God. We would have been Jay, friends, though. Jay Gordon Grass, Patterson Supra, and Marissa Flores 
Winners of the primary school science. Blondie's test. eyes were too close together. He was like an uglier Matt Smith that couldn't act. He texted me to say that specifically. Awesome. Uh, Radish Kid couldn't Radish act. Radish Kid was awful. And oh my God, Girl Face fake, couldn't act. The fake crying drove me <laughs> so <laughs> That was super obviously 80 yard in later and sounded like too many children. I was trying to watch which one of them was crying because it never seemed to match any of them. Nope. They should have just stolen some candy from a child and recorded the sound and that's it what in. they did what do you mean they should yeah that's why it didn't match the actors no they should have just let patrick stewart berate all three of them so they were crying for real i bet he offered they should have filmed the scene and made them think they were actually trapped in an elevator <laughs> oh my god <laughs> you know they should have actually trapped them in an elevator with patrick stewart after he ate a lot of beans no and then just let him go to town farting trapped in an elevator yeah with patrick stewart's gas um, that doesn't rhyme at all. Yeah, I mean, there's not much to unpack on that whole yeah. plot. What a, what a fucking slap in the face to make that kid executive officer in charge of radishes. Yeah, but he was so stupid yeah, he thought that was a twat. good thing. He didn't yeah. know what the fuck's going on. I kept thinking, because he was being such a little twerp about not climbing the See? fucking ladder. I would have said to the kid, Kid, Patterson, whatever your fucking name is, there's a radish in peril. We have to go because it's your job. So a fun fact, all the last names of the characters... Were the children's actual last names? Yeah, there was one that was a letter. Off Is that really a fun fact? No, it's, it's tedious novel. So, what was the deal though? So, when they were climbing up the shaft, I don't know if you guys picked sure. this up on. They were they were singing some, some song in gibberish. Yeah, it, <laughs> it sounded like some dead language. I didn't yeah. really recognize it. I really wanted to hear the song, "The Laughing Vulcan and His Dog." That sounds like a great song. No, it's a sad song. No, it ends with the Vulcan science director no, putting no. down the laughing. No, Vulcan. it's really, no. it's really about, um, it's really about uh, Spock's dog. Oh, why would you think it? I was thinking you were going where I went, which is that it was actually about Cybok. So fun uh, fact. And the dog was uh, Voldemort. I'm sorry, the dogs were sellouts. Yeah. Actual fun fact. Stop. Yes. A fan once asked one of the producers if the song was about Cybok, and they were like, oh. We hadn't really thought of that, to be honest. Yeah, I saw That's that. because people that fucking write Star Trek are not as big as Star Trek nerds Wait, as the fucking didn't nerds have a watching. Dog. No, no I know. but he laughed a lot, so and it made dog. it obvious that he was a Vulcan. Well, again, like Caitlin said, the dog was was, was Voldemort, the guy with the bad teeth on uh, Repente. Not Repente. Um, yeah, no, Repente. That sounds right. Eden oh. or something. That shithole desert planet. The guy with yeah. the holes. See, I like to just assume it was Spock and his cellot when the cellot dies. Mm. That's wow, that's... Song. It is a sad song, because of course it would be. It's the old yeller of songs. Also, when they were in the, in the when they're climbing the ladder and they had that rope that, you know, after oh, Picard the, had them drag, like, yeah. pull the wires out of the elevator shaft, and they tied it around themselves if one of them slipped. You 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 had the fucking, ro- like, wires used as rope. You should have just had one of the che- kids Chekhov's slip. rope. Yeah, it kind of was. Yeah, like, as I'm watching, I'm like, what the fuck is this rope shit for? Yeah, no, it really didn't serve a purpose. Narratively. Yeah. It was a climbing rope. Like, if you're climbing, you well, yeah, but they didn't actually yourself. have to use it. But can you, like, in that case, that actually really, really would have sucked because Picard was climbing on one foot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if one and of those the others kids, are weak children. Yeah, if one of those kids fell, they were all going down. Well, you know, Picard, Picard was ready to sacrifice himself. See, here's, here's something that doesn't yeah. make a ton of sense to me. I would think that. In the event that there's a catastrophic failure of the elevator system, there would be some automatic safety system that deactivates the gravity in the elevator shaft. Well, yeah, but, like, all their power was fucked, so if there even was a system like that, it probably wasn't working. Wait, I don't understand. How would that work? Deactivate the gravity? So it's... 
Oh, so the, you float. I'm an idiot. Yeah, the Sorry. Whole, yeah. I was, so, the, so the elevator nope. would just stay in place and you could just drift. I mean, you probably, the instructions are probably well, to stay in the elevator. But also, if the, all their power systems were down, the I gravity should probably have, should yeah. have stopped. But I don't think, see, this thing, I don't think the gravity requires power, or at least it doesn't require a lot of power. Yeah, it just, just requires lots of apples. I mean, we know that the Klingon system does require power. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. One in, torpedo in can shut it down. Is that from right six? Yeah. yeah. And their purple blood was floating around? You just said six, didn't I you? I did. Sorry. I apologize. I did hear you, but I heard you, like, in past tense after I'd already said yeah. that shit. And Picard's Picard's plan of, you know, tell the kids, go up the ladder, and wherever you find a, an open door, go in. Why would any of the doors be open? None of the doors would have been open because there was a the, the turbo shaft was you know not maybe, going to that floor. Maybe at the top there's like an emergency shaft or something. Why would it be at the top? They need to climb all the way up. And know. what if what if there's a no no fucking no. Never mind. It makes no sense. No, he just wanted them gone. Ames is outraged. Leave me here to die alone. At least it'll be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> so here's another thing too. Like elevators today, I'm pretty sure the safety systems are redundant. Yeah. It sounds like there was a single safety system. And it failed. And it failed. Yeah. Like, why wouldn't there be multiple redundant systems to prevent it from... Like, an ele- when elevators malfunction today, it's like a technology problem. Either, the, you know, the, the it stops between floors Ugh. where it's not supposed to. With that episode of Six Feet that's yeah, traumatizing. Yeah, chopped in half. Oh, what? It's just a TV. It was a TV show. I mean, I'm sure it's happened, but why did it? What happened? So the, the, eleva- they the elevator, the elevator had stopped between floors, and the people were trapped inside. But they managed to get the door open. No, and then no. one guy tried to climb out. No, don't and then do the that. elevator started moving. Oh no! Um, or the other thing is, you know, like the it door, really the door opens when it's not at the landing, and you walk into the open shaft, a la. Uh, Dr. Blasky. Diana Moldar. Yeah. Um, but, like, very rarely do, these days, do elevators plummet mm. to the bottom of the shaft. I mean, this one even, like, they showed, you know, when they threw fucking Jay Gordon, which is his, his preferred name. Oh, I really wanted him to get a smack oh, when yeah. he did that. He crawls up there and there, and he says, you know, do you see the, the couplings or whatever that are, you know, holding the, the thing in place? He says, oh, yeah, but one of them looks a little busted. But there were like eight of them. Why would yeah, well, they? Yeah, why would like? I'm guessing there was only two clamps. Yeah, I don't know. So I'm guessing the the clamps are probably on the cab, and they're designed to jam into the to the uh, those verticals mm. when the when it detects a fall. Yeah. But you would think, considering they fell for a long time before that, though. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, because how many decks are there? Forty something, but again, they were coming down from. Well, depending on where they were, yeah. Because if they were, because they had just left the bridge, so they might have still been in the saucer section. Which yeah, yeah, I don't think there's any single place where you could actually, because of the way the no. neck is shaped. There's no straight shaft that's the full length of the. And shaft. if they were going to a hydroponics lab or wherever the fuck they were going, they I'm certainly sh- were going to the sure they were in the saucer. So <laughs> yeah. there's or no the battle bridge. If they went to the torpedo bay, he could just jettison. So them. it's probably You're like right. he so was a fool to give up that. It should choice. be. It should be, it should be twenty stories, give or take, considering yeah. ten forward is right at the middle. So yeah, it should be. 19 or 20 stories. So that's a long drop, sure. But, uh, and that's at the only at the center. Yeah. So who knows? Mm. Point is, that elevator needed some serious service. It hadn't been inspected recently. Yeah, it didn't have that, that, that certificate. (laughs) That that plaque thing Mm -hmm. in the, yeah. Um, (laughs) yeah. 
The other, the other sad news, other than Picard had to deal with children, is this is the last episode that aired before Roddenberry died. Hmm. Yeah, it would have been nice if he'd gotten to see a better episode before he died. He got to see the rest of the season. Yeah. Before it. Yeah, Redemption yeah. Two was. Good. And I'm sure, I'm sure he saw some of the, the, you know, the dailies or whatever True. from and other he, stuff. From and then season. he saw a rough cut of Star Trek Six, and it killed him. Yep. <laughs> But I don't understand why it killed him. It didn't really. He just happened to die shortly after seeing it. But, like, is there a reason why we think he wouldn't have liked it? Well, I the guess women wearing too much clothing? Him and, him and the director argued very passionately about it after yeah, he the and, screening. He and Nicholas Meyer did not get along. Even though Nicholas Meyer made better Star Trek than him. That's why he didn't like it. Yeah, no, this episode was like, there was just too much happening. I got really bored by the end, and it was yeah. kind of like spacing out, except for when Worf Were you was... overstimulated and to the point that it just all shut off? Like a cat? No, I wouldn't say overstimulated, because I wasn't stimulated at all, but it was just like, there was just so much going wrong that it started to feel ridiculous. Mm. And I was just like, Ugh. Like, literally, I just kind of was half paying. I was staring at the screen, like, probably half comprehending. But whenever Worf was being ridiculous, I'd kind of snap too. Like, oh, <laughs> yeah, he was definitely the best part. Him and, and Keiko were the best, which I never thought I would say that Keiko was one half of the best of anything. Yeah. Well, well, I think he he was like that because he knew it was his kid. That's right. Mm-hmm. So would you say that this as, episode as was a disaster? Yeah. No. Oh. No, I it wasn't actually, that bad. Like, I, I think I said earlier, I, I remembered not liking this episode but upon rewatch, I actually felt better about it. Mm. But at the same time, I think that they could have done with one or two fewer plots. I, as much as I do like this, the stuff with um, Jordy and Crusher, I think those those could have been cut. Yeah, you wouldn't have yeah. lost a thing if they were um, that. And I think people would just ask like, "Huh, I wonder where Jordy and Crusher were for this episode." Whee! Like it almost feels Who like would ever care where they were. It almost feels to Wesley. me like they filmed this episode and then they're like, "Oh shit, we got ten more minutes of airtime to fill." <laughs> yeah, time to shove like, in some more. Like, plot. We, like we can't, we can't have Keiko screaming for this long. <laughs> oh my god! Did anyone else feel like it sounded like she was climaxing? Yeah. Thank you, because I was like, "What is happening?" Like the beginning of contractions, she's like, "Oh, oh, oh," and I'm like, "Girl, that is sex, not birth giving. What are you doing?" What are um, you doing? I don't know. I remember ba- way back when in Friday's Child. <laughs> the look on when, Chris's when, face was really good. Oh, you knew what it was going to be. No, he no, didn't. I had no idea what was happening. He was terrified by the prospect oh, no, of no. what was going to come out of your I mouth. I was thinking about Friday's Child recently, which was the one which McCoy births that child of that savage woman. Does, does he slap her around a little That's as the well? one he slapped around a little. Oh, I love when Worf was like, I will slap the, the, the baby <laughs> to induce breathing. <laughs> No, but it was it's like changing color. But wasn't it like a like a <laughs> yeah? No, it, was like, like, it sounded like very, you went like it was like a very delicate little. He's a very gentle giant. He knows humans are fragile. Well, it's because it's his baby. Yeah, if he yeah. had slapped that thing, it would have smushed it. Oh god! I don't know. Pulaski wasn't that fragile. That mm. thing. No, Pulaski gave as good as she got. I reckon. <laughs> <laughs> I will now slap the baby. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say. Uh... So there we go. Now we got um. O- what do we have? Ba- baby O'Brien. Ugh. Um, What's it gonna name? be? Shaughnessy. Uh, Molly. Molly. Jameson. I did. Oh, I did love um, when they were talking about what what they should name it, and Riker's like, "We should name him William. <laughs> That's a great name." Yeah. No, we don't want it to grow up be a fucking hornball. Thanks. Why not? It's the future. I like to think that Worf at one point, at one Bashir's. point, piped up was like, "We should name him after his." Grandfather. Mm. Moog. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> well, I, uh, I liked... Well, actually, what was interesting... Do you notice that when they were arguing about the names at the start of the episode, O'Brien wanted to call him Michael, and he said goodbye, Michael, right as he was walking past Worf, played by Michael, Michael Dorn. Dorn. <laughs> mm-hmm. I didn't think of that. That's funny. And there's your connection. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did you hear about this new uh, Star Trek uh, cartoon show? That's gonna show? be made yeah. by the pickle fucking. Rick oh, pig faces. I'm yeah. so upset. I'm like, why? I mean, I, didn't I don't think, want Star Trek Rick and Morty. I didn't think it was going to be good to begin with, but that but really But imagine how, like, it. okay, if you need, like, 190 IQ to uh, enjoy Rick and Morty, and you need, like, 160 IQ to enjoy Star Trek, you're going to need, like, 330 at least. At, le- at least. 350, probably. Only Stephen Hawking could have enjoyed it, he said. Only Barkley. That's what I was going to say, too. We need Possessed Barkley to enjoy the Star Trek cartoon. That is true. God, yeah. that'll be interesting when we get to that in five uh, years. Ah, boy. Anyway. Every time we think we're done with this project, they're yeah, going to keep announcing. They're releasing two more shows. They we're getting a fucking Picard and this animated shit, plus Discovery's got at least one more and season. They have all, and they it. have all these short... Like, uh, short med- tricks. Med- I'd like Anson yeah. and me. Just, they're just making more work And then for we us. do have to cover the Orville. At some point, yeah. Well, I think we can do that in like 20 minutes. Well, listen, no, we owe it to our tens of tens of listeners to continue on with the uh, project. Oh, I see we're up from ones. Yeah, well. <laughs> what are our, yeah, our tens have... of tens of listeners looking forward to from us next week? Well, Mike? that was really next good. Next week on A Star to Ship. Shear. Um, <laughs> Start a shitter by. A sheep shearing episode of. You Star- already done the sheep shearing joke. I find Many times. You have. Well, it's just a shard a shard a shard. A shard a steer You make the sharding joke too. Be- it's not a joke. It's that it's a hard thing to say. It's a hard title. It's a hard. It's it's a far it's a better thing I do today than I have ever done. <laughs> um. Anyway, so next week on our podcast, we will be covering... Actually, I mean, I guess you could say it's three episodes, but it's um, it's really one episode and then a two-parter that we'll be cramming uh, in. Um, sort of like how day. the writers of TNG did into this episode. Exactly. We're going to be covering... We're going to have multi-plot going next week when we cover both The Game, The Game, oh, that's a good one. The Game, Oh, 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 oh. Yeah, you'll get it when you hear it, Caitlin. Is Keiko giving birth again? Basically. Basically. Splash. Um, Oh, no. It's a water birth. She's in a tub. So we'll be covering the game, followed by unification. Unification, where we will have a a return of uh, some favorite characters who I'm very excited about. Actually, some favorite characters and some least favorite characters, I suspect. Mm. Um, Wesley? I think the title for next week's episode has to be Many Happy Returns because Wesley's in the game. Oh, that's oh, yeah. right. And, uh, and then we get some other good characters. Some other... That's several, not a bad idea. Several return characters in uh, Unification. What so. did I say we should call this episode? Yo Costa and the Twerps? What? Something like that. I don't remember yeah. this. No, it was offline. Or rather, um, it was online. It was off the air. Right. And Unification's a two-parter. So. It is a two-parter. Yeah. So strap um, in. It's strap in and strap hour episode. <laughs> we'll, we'll be Who's getting pegged first? And explode? What was Gross. it? What's that line from the Beatles song? Tune in, turn out, something. Tune in, tune out. That's not a Beatles song. Eddie Izzard says it in Mr. Kite. In, in his film. cover, yeah. It's like... So technically it's a Beatles song. Yeah. 
We're gonna carry on here. Uh, so, uh, but until next week, this has been a star to steer her by. You can find more information about our podcast at Facebook and Twitter and Tumblr and our website, which we forgot to mention. And our last website, SSHB Podcast. We have to like, actually design that. Space. So check us out. Check us out online, on the internet, wherever internet is found. Cyber Cafe, the public library, high school... Uh, Musical? Uh, uh, computer lab, college... Computer uh, lab? College student center, maybe? Yeah. I don't know. Wherever you find the internet, Playing you can Wi-Fi find us. On the JetBlue. Uh, we don't have a jet yeah. Oh, fuck um, those guys. So, yeah, you can find us out. Uh, you can also download this podcast and several others, I'm sure. On i uh, Apple iTunes and Google iTunes. iTunes. <laughs> Stop! Kate and I are like, in sync today. We're like a crystalline entity, uh, as well as any other podcast store or tunes. Podcast, podcast, podcast tunes. That's I think all the good stuff. And of course, if you do like us, share us around. Tell your friends. Tell your enemies. And tell the crystalline entity and your frenemies. Go tell it on a mountain. Tell, tell over the hills and everywhere. Go tell it on the mountain. A star to steer by is online. Nice. Tell, tell a religion, didn't you? Tell one Christmas. Tell uh, Shatner about it on Twitter. Maybe he'll listen and hate us. Wait, an important question. Will this episode go live before or after Thanksgiving? Because that was a Christmas song you just sang, and that shit's illegal before Thanksgiving. Is it? Because I'm pretty sure a lot of As far as I am concerned, Christmas music is okay, effective November 1. Yeah, but it's not November 1. Well, I hate Thanksgiving. Well, well, as we're recording this, it's October 31, so... So that was Spooky! So that was a, this is your Halloween special, everybody. A Hallow's Eve song. Mm. Luckily, no children are trick-or-treating anymore. Bing bong! Uh, Motherfucker! Anyway, uh, I guess that's all I got. So, keep it real. My name has been Jake. This has been Chris. This has been Ames. And this is always Caitlin. Oh! Ah! 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 It's time to push! <laughs> I was, I was, <laughs> I was just about to climax when Mrs. Johansson walked in. I had to hold it in. It burnt like a motherfucker. I was worried I'd broken it. Yeah. I don't want to know. Based on true events? Possibly. Yikes. Oh, you don't know my embarrassing uh, masturbation story is? Yes. You definitely. do you know what it is? No, I want to know. Oh. I thought you were going to say, I thought you said, do you want to know? The answer um, is definitely yes. Yes. So mine is... Was Caitlin there? I was I was at home. It was after school one day, and uh, I was in my bedroom. I had a computer, <laughs> and I was on the internet. Nothing Whoa. good happens on the internet. Uh, doing a doing a little personal exploration um, of my penis. <laughs> um, oh, I, and uh, I thought you so, went to floppy drive. So I'm sitting at my computer, right? And suddenly I hear. I'm sorry, hard drive. I hear um, the doorknob to my room start to turn, and I flip out and like first thing I do is I pull myself all the way under the desk like up to my up to my chest. You almost say nipples? Yeah. Like you were like, gonna say oh, nipples. Higher than nipples. I'm like sitting at the desk like this. You're telling us a masturbation story. Keep it as sexy as possible. I close, say I close the window and I grabbed whatever was nearest to me on the table 
on the desk, which happened to be my checkbook. <laughs> and in into my room walks my two friends, two two like two of my best friends. Why were they in your house while you were masturbating? They just dropped like they like this was That's a very time, good question. Ames. This is an age when, when we just dropped by at each other's houses unannounced. Oh my Jesus, mom you lets, kids today! My mom just lets them in. So they come in. They, so they can watch me they're masturbate. They're like, oh, Jake's in his room. Go see him. Go see so him. I'm, so I'm, so they're like, what? And they see me <laughs> mostly under my desk with my checkbook in front of me. And they say, what are you doing? I'm like, ah, I'm just balancing my checkbook. <laughs> and, uh, and they're like, oh, okay. So like they, they're like, all right. So they come into my room. My pants are down. Of course. They come into my room and they sit down on my bed and I'm like talking to them and they're talking to me and I'm still in this really weird position. And like finally after about five minutes of this, I'm like, hey guys, can you, can I get you guys to like go out? For a minute, and they're like, "Why?" And they're like, "Why? We catch you masturbating?" <laughs> and then I was like, "Well, because when you came in, I was jerking off." And Did you actually I'm, say that? My pants are down right now, so I'd like to pull them up. And they're like, "Oh, okay." Like, Next time, lie so they, to us. So they Jesus. left. They came back, and then um, so from that, I'm surprised they came back. From that point on, uh, amongst my friends, balancing your balancing checkbook. the checkbook. <laughs> that was the, that was Why the code have I not word. ever heard? I don't know. I don't know. This podcast brings out the best in people. That was the code word. I don't know. My checkbook is. I don't know what it says about you that your friends believed you when they said you you said you were balancing your checkbook. I never knew a teenager. No, of course that had a checkbook. That's what's the most ridiculous thing about it. Is that like there's no like there's no question. Oh, okay, cool. Well, uh, yeah, yeah. Guess what happened at school today? (laughs) How are your finances looking? Oh, sorry, we got drastically off course. Uh, well, it's Rennie's fault. True. 